Off the Ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108. So let's talk NBA, which means we are bringing in our friend John Gonzalez from The Ringer. Evening, John. Hey, how are things? Very good. So we checked in with you as the Warriors were off to a good start in the NBA Finals, and uh, it turned out they cruised. So it's their third championship in four years. They won four zip, and uh, interestingly, of the nine sweeps in NBA history, I see that their 60-point aggregate difference over the four games is the most of any of those nine sweeps in NBA history. So uh, they're bloody good, and they're so good, people are just kind of not giving them the credit maybe they deserve. There's a a general shrug of the shoulders here. Yeah, you know, that's what the Warriors should be doing kind of attitude. Yeah, you know, we we all knew that this is what was going to happen, right? I mean, we've been bracing for it all season long. Uh, I think a lot of us who who are super into the NBA and cover it and watch it all the time, we're hoping that maybe someone would emerge to challenge them. And the Rockets kind of did. But even when Chris Paul went down, it felt like uh, they the Warriors were still going to get through. And then once they made it to the finals against the Cavs, it was a no contest. Game one was kind of fun uh, before J.R. Smith fell apart. Uh, game three was close, but KD was dominant. And that was the best we got out of it. It was kind of a bummer. Yeah. I saw one of the big themes of the season is that the Golden State Warriors uh, completely destroyed teams in the third quarter and and have no idea why. It's not a strategy or anything. It just keeps happening. Yeah, they come out of halftime, and then they're just absolute monsters. But you're right. I mean, if you're not ahead of them uh, coming out of the half, then you're in trouble because they go bonkers in the third quarter, and then that's really the end of it. And then we saw that time and time again during the season. Mm. We saw it in the playoffs. We definitely saw it against the Cavs. I, I don't know. This, this is one of those things that's going to happen, I think, for a while. I, I don't know... Who emerges to challenge them because they're going to be good and together for a minute now. Yeah. And not to oversimplify things, is it the case that, you know, for the last number of um, years, you you would see Steph Curry repeatedly just landing these absolutely insane three-pointers again and again and again, kind of metronomic and almost changing the game. Uh, But now they've had Kevin Durant join and they're a more complete team. They're a more awesome all-round team. It's not fair anymore. It really isn't fair. I, I was kind of hoping that Kevin Durant, who now has won two straight finals MVPs would say, all right, I, I got my championships. I'm going to be uh, a free agent this offseason. I'm going to go and find some other place, some other sandbox to play in. But he already said that he's going to come back. So uh, it really isn't fair. Who knows? Maybe LeBron teams up with Paul George and somebody else and creates a super team uh, to challenge them. Or maybe he goes to Houston somehow, even though their cap sheet is tough. But until somebody emerges somewhere to challenge them, we're just headed for more of the same. And it's super anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry is now the eighth player who has three titles and multiple MVPs. So you're talking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird and Tim Duncan. Royalty, effectively. Uh, Steph Curry is basketball royalty. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, and remember, you know, back to the draft that he was in, he was picked seventh. There were two other point guards taken ahead of him. One was Ricky Rubio, and I love Ricky Rubio, but he's obviously not Steph Curry. And then the other was Johnny Flynn, who was out of the league almost as quickly as he was into it. So for him to be this good, I don't think anybody predicted it. How did they miss him? Was there any specific reason? There were some ankle issues with him coming out of college, some health issues. And then beyond that, um, we hadn't seen anybody like him, right. right? I mean, somebody who was not exactly, he's kind of slight of frame. He's, it's not like he's got a physical stature or presence. He's not hyper-athletic. I mean, sometimes we've seen him go for a dunk and then just pull up and decide he's going to lay it in instead. Yeah, I do that. Uh, 
Yeah, you and I both. I try not to dunk on people to embarrass them. <laughs> uh, but I, his shooting. Well, I was going to say, I, I wonder was there, because it happens actually, um, to use a terrible analogy, but the US opens on, so it's in my head, like Jordan Spieth and his putting, uh, people kind of say, well, that just can't last. You know, you just can't keep putting like this repeatedly. I wonder, did people look at Steph Curry and say, well, you can't keep uh, putting three-pointers in like that? Yeah, I think initially maybe that's what people were thinking, that maybe it was a little bit of a college fluke or maybe early on he wouldn't be uh, as consistent as he's become. But at this point, I mean, there were several shots. Uh, I believe it was in game two where he set a NBA Finals record nine three-pointers that he hoisted up that were insane that shouldn't go in and that did. One was uh, actually two were against Kevin Love, mm. uh, you know, like, from almost half court on one of them and then in another one in the, in the corner in a deep three where he was falling over. Uh, he's just he's just a remarkable, remarkable shooter. So when you're talking about him joining NBA royalty, he deserves it. Yeah. And one last question on the Warriors. So um, every time I'm, I'm kind of confused about the world or uh, slightly angry at what's happened, Steve Kerr seems to pop up in my Twitter timeline and talk about Donald Trump and politics and make sense of everything. And I just feel a bit better. Like there is an adult in the room somewhere. He seems like just the most extraordinary character and is kind of like the voice of a nation here. I feel like, you know, it's um, it's uh, Bernie Sanders and Steve Kerr are like the heroes of an entire generation. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, in the NBA in general, that's a pretty common theme. Uh, LeBron James has been at the fore of this. Yeah. The Warriors, because they've been so outspoken, they were the first team to decline to go to the White House. Uh, KD and Steph have also um, talked about it. And of course, Greg Popovich and Stan Van Gundy. But really, you're right. Steve Kerr has been very much at the fore because he's the uh, coach of the Warriors and they've been leading this movement. And for a country that is very much divided, uh, he has been the voice of the resistance and and. Thankfully so. It's great to go and have a conversation with him. You can really bring any any topic of conversation to him, and he'll think about it uh, thoughtfully and give yeah. you an answer that isn't just the you know pablum or uh, some rote answer. And it's great to have a guy like that in the league who understands that there's things uh, going on in the world right now that are far more important mm. than basketball. Yeah, I should probably have said actually. I mean, I know LeBron's talked, and, and with the greatest respect to him, and, and what he says is great. I think Kerr is on a different level to most. He's incredibly eloquent and thoughtful. Like he, he's a super smart fella. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's so many times where, where you could just bounce ideas off of him, and and even I mean, you know, like when and you and I talked about it on your show the last time I was on, where it's a different dynamic in America, where you're getting access inside locker rooms, you're talking to players and yeah. coaches, and sometimes they get aggravated with it, right? And with Kerr, even if you're asking a really stupid question. He'll consider it for a moment before, you know, politely telling you that it's stupid. But uh, with these political and societal issues, he has been very reflective, uh, very deep in thought and very honest and candid, which I think is incredibly valuable, especially now with everything that's happening uh, in the geopolitical landscape. Yeah, he's one of the most interesting sports people around. So uh, that's the Warriors. There's all eyes on one guy, really. So uh, we have a clip for you. Here he is being asked about his future. I recognize the finals just ended, uh, but I, I know you're ready for these these questions. Do you do you feel like you've played your last game for the Cavs? Um, I mean, I have no idea at this point. Um, you know, the one thing that I've always done um, is, is consider, you know, obviously my, my family, understanding, you know, especially where my boys are at this point in their age. Um, they were a, a lot younger. The last time I made a decision like this four years ago, you know, I got a teenage boy, a preteen, and a little girl right now that wasn't around as well. 
Um, so, you know, sitting down and, and, and considering everything, you know, but, you know, my family is, is a huge part of whatever I've decided to do um, in my career, and they will continue to be that. So I, I don't have an answer for you right now as far as that. So that's LeBron. Uh, free agency period doesn't begin until July 1st. Why didn't he just join the Warriors and let's really wrap this thing up for the next decade? <laughs> God, that, you know what? I, at this point, nothing would surprise me <laughs> with the Warriors. That really would be the end of basketball. I guess if they would just show uh, inter-squad scrimmages for the Warriors, <laughs> and that would be the season. Uh, I don't know where he's going to go. We mentioned you know, maybe he goes to Houston and teams up with James Harden and Chris Paul, and I think that that would be at, at least uh, somewhat worrisome for the Warriors. Uh, although it would be difficult because they've got a, diff uh, a tough cap sheet. It would be hard to fit those pieces in. Maybe he goes to L.A. and forms his own team. I just want him to leave Cleveland. Uh, I've been to Cleveland three times this year, which is probably five times too many. Mm -hmm. So anywhere other than Cleveland would You're be great. So is uh, LeBron, he's 33 now, I make it. Yes. Is, is he yes. still at, like very much at the peak of his powers or is he you know, fighting against the, the dying of the light at the moment kind of thing. Is this his retirement home or is this a guy with still uh, realistic and big ambitions? It's amazing that he's been this durable and this uh, talented on the court for this long. Mm. Uh, no, I don't think that he's he's fighting against the end of his career. I think he's very much still in the prime. And I wonder how much longer it can go because he is 33 years mm. old. He led the league. He played all 82 games this year. He led the league in minutes. He led the, uh, the playoffs in minutes. He just keeps chugging along and it's really a remarkable feat. And what he was able to do to take an otherwise bad Cavs team, uh, inconsistent. There was a lot of drama. They didn't know how the pieces fit in. There was a lot of injuries for him to be able to take that team to the finals and almost steal a game, maybe even two games they could have had against mm -hmm. the Warriors. I think really speaks to how fantastic LeBron has been, not just in his career, but this season. And mm. he remains the best player in the world. Okay. And I saw he, he played a couple of those games with a broken hand, punching a whiteboard in uh, frustration, <laughs> yeah. just to add to his, his levels of uh, awesomeness. Uh, John, pleasure as always. I guess we might chat kind of come July territory when LeBron makes his decision. Please do. Good to talk okay. to you as always. Yeah, you too. John Gonzalez there from The Ringer. Uh, you can check out John's work there. We're taking a short break and then a busy football show, as you can imagine. We're heading to Spain. Off the Ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108.